Welcome to the Brief Transitions Podcast. I'm your host, Mary Clavier, an engineer turned entrepreneur, mom of two, and founder of Brief Transitions Mesh Underwear. This podcast is for you if you're going through any type of transition, whether it's related to your career, parenting, or other parts of your day-to-day life. Each week, I'll have a guest or topic that shares a story, as well as actionable tips for navigating life's transitions. Now, let's get started. Welcome to the Brief Transitions Podcast. Whether it's your first time listening or you've been here for a while, thank you so much for tuning in. In today's solo episode, I wanted to share a reflection from a book that I'm reading at the moment. It was so impactful for me that I I keep going back to it and then I finally thought, okay, I have to share this on the podcast because this may help someone else too. And that's the point, right? So I hope it helps you in some way. So this book that I'm reading, it's called Messages from the Masters. It's by Dr. Brian Weiss. And if you're not familiar with him already, the first book that he wrote is called Many Lives, Many Masters. He's a clinical psychologist. He's very well-established in the medical community. And he ended up treating a woman and helping her with her symptoms through past life regression therapy and hypnosis. It's really super fascinating to me. It's a really cool book. I highly recommend it. I'll link it in the show notes. And he talks about this experience where he took this woman named Catherine through hypnosis work and she would arrive at these different past life experiences and it was helping her to heal. So that's what his first book was about. And he does tons of workshops and has all sorts of things now that explore all of this in more detail. So it depends if you're interested in this kind of work. In my case, I am. And so I'm reading another one of his books. This book, Messages from the Masters, Tapping into the Power of Love. And I have to say, I'm only about halfway through it. But really, it was so impactful what I read towards the beginning of the book. So it's different stories about regression therapies that he's done and different trainings and things that he's given. But it's also about these messages that he's been getting along the way that people have spoke about in their sessions. So these messages from the masters are different things that he takes you through in the book to explain how reincarnation works and how we come into these lifetimes and everything. I don't know on a scale of one to 10 in terms of how woo-woo you would consider this. It probably is pretty woo-woo, but the part that I'm gonna share with you, I think can apply to a lot of things. And hopefully you have an open mind because I think that's all we can ever ask for, right? All right, so I'm gonna read you a part of the book, a little excerpt, and then I wanna explain why it was so impactful for me. So the part that I'm reading, he first is talking about that he advises patients to keep a dream journal and jot down memories because that will help you recall things in a faster way. And then journaling, writing down, you know, thoughts, feelings, observations, things like that. 
So this is the part that I wanted to share. Practicing these techniques has been difficult for me, so I can tell you from experience not to get frustrated. Progress may seem quite slow. I find myself getting lazy, not meditating for weeks at a time, before I am reminded to resume the practice. I still fall into the ruts and potholes of life, swept away at times by pride or envy or insecurity. We are all human and life is hard. Frustration is a normal and common reaction. We are not a patient species. As I have mentioned, it is the direction that matters, not speed. If you are evolving into a more loving, more compassionate, less violent person, then you are moving in the right direction. Like me, you may become distracted, make wrong turns at times, lost until you find the way back. It may seem as if you're taking two steps forward and then one step backwards, but that's all right. That's how it works when we're in human form. Enlightenment is a slow and arduous process requiring dedication and discipline. It's perfectly fine to rest now and then. You are not really going backwards. You are consolidating and resting. Progress is not always linear. You may be very advanced when it comes to charity and compassion, but more of a novice concerning anger or patience. It is important not to judge yourself. If you don't judge yourself or allow others to judge you, you will not become frustrated. The experiences you will encounter as you go through this book are meant to aid your evolution in a loving, joyful, nonviolent, and non-fearful being. Since progress along the spiritual path is not linear, you may find some of the concepts and exercises quite easy and others more difficult. This is to be expected. I have fallen down many times, recovered my awareness, and resumed my journey. You probably have also. With this book, I hope to help you to fall less frequently and to find it easier to recover and to progress. I know that with your letters and feedback to me, you will help me in the same way. Okay, I could keep reading because it's so good, Um, but I will stop there. And there's so many things in that. But my biggest takeaway that I wanted to share with you here and now is around perfectionism and stalling or being scared and not moving forward or feeling like a failure. All of these things that keep us where we are. And he says in the book, and he admits with his journey, that there's times when he feels like he's going forward and times where he feels like he's taking two steps back. And it's really the path of life, the path through any transition that you're going through or anything that you're navigating, it's not linear. There will be ups and downs, there will be forwards and backwards or what seems like forwards and backwards. And this is really about continuing and getting up and trying again. And I know for myself, something that I found a lot that I've worked on over these last few years is being kinder to myself and not beating myself up when things either don't go the way I expected or if I felt I didn't perform to a certain level that I wanted, or even if I felt like I needed a break, I would be hard on myself and mean to myself in my head, saying things like, why are you taking a break or keep going and this and that. And yes, okay, you can give yourself motivation sometimes, but 
you also have to really pay attention to what what is consistently showing up for you. And so I love what he says here because it is about those ups and downs. It is about the direction more than the speed. So as long as you're going in the direction that you feel good about, going in a direction that helps you to evolve and transform in a positive way, more loving, more compassionate, less violent, all those things, then you're going in the right direction and it doesn't matter the speed. And for me, this shows up in so many different ways. It shows up at home, even if I get frustrated with one of my daughters and then I yell. I mean, what parent doesn't yell? I'm sure there are some that don't, but I yell and I've been working on that and changing the conversation I have in my head and working on my triggers so that I don't do that as often. And if I do yell, I apologize right after. And not that you want to be in a cycle of, oh, it's okay, I'm going to yell because then I'll apologize. But just understanding when you're in the wrong and changing what happens from that instead of repeating the same patterns over and over. So there's just so many things in here. And I thought it was a great, just a great reminder for all of it, a great reminder about our progress, a great reminder of where to keep our intentions, and also the judgment piece. Don't judge yourself or allow others to judge you, then you won't become frustrated. I mean, that's that's a whole other thing. And again, with the being hard on yourself. So there's a lot in here. And I just felt it really resonated for where I've been and for where I am in my journey. And I thought it could be very helpful for you as well. I'm just taking a look to see if there's anything else that really, that I really wanted to speak to from that actual quote, the dedication and discipline. That was the other piece. So he said, enlightenment is a slow and arduous process requiring dedication and discipline. It's perfectly fine to rest now and then, you are not really going backwards. You are consolidating and resting, which I loved so much. Okay, so I also keep a habit tracker. I'm not sure if you're someone that likes to keep a habit tracker or a checklist each day, or maybe there's an app that you use or something. And for a long time for me, habit trackers, I felt an extreme amount of pressure to check everything off each day. And then I looked at it and I thought, oh my goodness, I'm not checking anything off or I only checked one thing off. So this is terrible. Mary, what are you doing? Like all of those kinds of things, right? And so eventually I stopped using a habit tracker because I felt it was not healthy for me to be using one. And now where I am on my journey, I have a much better relationship with it and I can use one again because I'm looking at it more as just a way to notice my patterns and see where I'm at and keep things top of mind for myself versus saying you have to do all of these things each day, right? So a lot of the things on my habit tracker are more personal development related, I guess, or self-care. There's a lot of different terms you could probably use, but I have things on there like journaling and meditation and exercise. I don't necessarily get to all of those things every day. 
And at the end of the month, it looks kind of spotty. Like there were times when I had a great stretch and other times when I didn't, especially if if there was a week, for example, where I was sick or the girls were sick or something, you know, the the habit tracker kind of goes goes down the tubes. But it's a good way for me to just be gently tracking and keep top of mind, okay, am I feeling out of balance? Maybe it's because I haven't spent time, I haven't prioritized any of these things on my list that are are things that I know for myself help to ground me and keep me focused and frankly, make me feel better. Do I jump up and down every morning? Yes, I can't wait to exercise. No, I do not. Kayleen, Kayleen's my trainer. Kayleen, if you're listening, sorry, but it's true. Sorry, not sorry. (laughs) But, but I still show up and I exercise sometimes because I know that when I'm done, I will feel so much better than I did before. So that's another piece of it is just bringing that awareness. Really, I love that he said that, that it's about that dedication and discipline. And now I finally feel like I'm at a place where I can keep track of these things and I'm okay if I miss a day or if I miss a few days. And I love that he said it was about consolidating and resting. That's just amazing to me. It's such a beautiful way to put it. But it's really about getting back up again and not being so hard on yourself and just recognizing where you are in your journey. And the other piece of it is that you don't have to only apply this to spiritual work, for example. Yes, I'm reading a book where he's talking about spiritual things, but all of that about dedication and how you show up and our paths not being linear, that applies to everything. So if you want it in more practical, quote unquote, like realistic terms or however you might describe it, it's the same thing, right? We show up for our goals, we show up for our family, we show up for what we wanna do in our life. And it's about if you fall down, you get back up again. I just watched a clip on Instagram Ed Sheeran was on the Howard Stern show and Howard Stern asked him something about, oh, so you've always been so talented and you're such a great singer and this and that. And Ed said, no, I wasn't. I was a terrible singer even when I was 14 years old. And he actually asked them to pull up a video from YouTube that he had posted for a song that he wrote when he was 14 and I forget what the name of the song was, but they they played it on air and it, it really did not, it did not sound so great. It did not sound like the Ed Sheeran that then wrote the A-Team. He said he wrote the A-Team at 18 years old, I think, 17 or 18. So in just a few short years, he had a lot of practice. His whole explanation was about you have to fail. In order to really learn and be successful with anything, you have to fail thousands and thousands and thousands of times because without it, you don't have success. There is no success without failures first. And he was talking about how everyone is so focused on success these days and they don't talk about the failures. I thought it was a great clip. I have no idea how you could find it. It just showed up in my feed, one of those things. So, But I guess maybe if you just search Ed Sheeran on Howard Stern or something. But anyway, my point is, we get up and we keep going and it applies to anything. So whatever 
challenge you're going through right now, whatever type of change you're going through right now, there is a light at the end of the tunnel. And by showing up and putting your effort to working through it, it is going to shift things and change things for you. So at the end of the day, I hope this is motivational for you in some way, helpful in some way for wherever you are in your journey, whether you take it to look at perfectionism or you take it to look at your own ups and downs or how you're showing up to things, whatever it is and however you're applying it, again, not necessarily just spiritual, but in other ways, I think that's wonderful. I hope you enjoyed this solo episode. Let me know if you've heard of Dr. Brian Weiss or if you've read any of his books or anything. Um, Not that you have to, but I would love to know who is out there reading the same types of things as me. And also let me know how this resonates, if this resonates and how it resonates for you for where you are in your life right now. So you can find me on Instagram at Brief Transitions. You can email me hello at maryclavier.com, however you'd like to get in touch. I would love to hear from you. So thank you so much for listening today. I hope you have a great rest of your day, rest of your week, and I'll talk to you next time. Thank you so much for tuning into this episode of the Brief Transitions podcast. Please help to share this podcast with others by leaving a rating and review wherever you listen to podcasts. I truly appreciate every single subscribe and review. If you'd like to connect with me further, please find me on Instagram at Brief Transitions or visit brieftransitions.com. Thanks so much and I'll see you next time.